Hey guys, Jim Cady here. I'm here with my really good friend, Austin Shoemaker with Louisiana Home Lending. And he's got some big news this week. It's been a crazy eight weeks that we've been living in. And uh, there's been so many ups and downs in the market. Um, but for the most part, um, buyers are back and they're back in a big way. We've got lots of buyers out. And one of the reasons why is what Austin is about to share with us today. Austin, tell us, tell us uh, what the big news is this week. Yeah, so I'll kind of do a quick recap. So, you know, uh, coronavirus kind of starts impacting things. Uh, a lot of economic news. Rates kind of go haywire for a minute. They skyrocket. Um, you know, they go up, down, sideways, every which way. We've seen them normalize, come back in line with where the market is dictating that they and Austin, should. Austin, what, what, what is normalized right now? So normalized, you know, uh, basically what I mean by that is that they're they're coming back into center with where, you know, the treasuries and mortgage-backed securities dictate that they should be. And I guess, are you more so asking what uh, what the specific rate would be? Yeah, I mean, normal? I guess uh, explain that a little bit more because right. I think that's important because you, you have the feds dropping rates, but it doesn't right. necessarily... Um, you know, it immediately impact the mortgage rates. And so right. explain that a little bit and what do you mean by normalized? Yeah, so, you know, coronavirus happens, rate go, rates go up because there's no demand for, you know, the underlying assets on, on the secondary market, right? Uh, and it's just risky to do mortgages because we don't know what's happening. Well, we've got some certainty in the market, right? People are buying, people are kind of, you know, unemployment claims are finally starting to go down. And, uh, you know, rates are kind of hovering again from the two and a half percent range to the three and a half percent range where they should be, you know, where previous to that, we were kind of, we were approaching five again, you know? Yeah. Um, well, that's insane to even think yeah. about where in, around three or two, even in the twos. Correct. But, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's everything from purchase refinance. I mean, you can literally get a two and a half, 2.65 rate on a 30-year mortgage today. It's, it's possible. It's out there. Um, wow. You know, so, some of the big news that you alluded to was uh, as a wholesale broker, uh, we have access to a new program through United Wholesale Mortgage. It's called Conquest. Super aggressively priced uh, to enter the marketplace with 0.5 all the way up to 2.999. Um, all right. Say that again, because I think we broke up a little bit, but uh, yeah. starting from 2.5, is that right? Yeah, so starting from 2.5 all the way up to 2.999, um, and that is the, the rate range on this particular product. And that is that uh, for 30-year fixed, uh, what are we looking at? That's 30-year fixed or 15-year fixed. We have the, those ranges in, in both of those programs. After, actually, on 15-year, we can go down to 2.25. We have that rate available. Holy cow, man. Yeah, it's, just, it's insane. I mean, we've never, this has never happened before. Yeah. yeah, and so this is happening because the government is trying to provide programs to stimulate the economy, I'm assuming? So, yeah, so one of the big underlying things is, you know, coronavirus hits and there's a lot of uncertainty. The Fed starts moving to buy mortgage-backed securities, which really is what sets mortgage rates. So not Fed rates. Those, that's more consumer credit along those lines. You know, your HELOCs, your credit cards, things of that nature. Mortgage-backed security supply and demand is really what dictates where the market and, and uh, where mortgage rates are going to be. So the Fed moves to start buying big tranches of those mortgage-backed uh, securities. 
um, to really stimulate, uh, uh, you know, help kind of stimulate the, uh, the, the marketplace. Um, right. And that's what we've seen. And they've done a really good job at it. And it's helped to introduce rates like this and programs like this uh, that ultimately help the buying power of the consumer um, and, uh, and people, you know, with refinance options. So take me through, like, who is going to benefit from this program? Do you have to have an 800 credit score to get uh, one of these programs? And, and what kind of price ranges are we looking at? Yeah, so uh, price range, you know, we're going all the way from, you know, your $100,000 loan all the way up to 510, 400, which is the max conforming limit. Um, in terms of, you know, requirements. So the you know, max is uh, how much again? Uh, five hundred ten thousand four hundred dollars. Five hundred and ten, and then anything over there is jumbo. We would we would fall into a jumbo, correct? Which is a whole other story, which I want to ask. A whole other story, about. especially right now. Those those programs have gone and dried up. <laughs> Let's talk about this first, and then we'll right. get into the jumbo loan. So, uh, sure. what kind of credit scores, and and uh, what are you looking at? Is this just for the? Uh, a plus buyer or is this for just your average Joe? So this is going to be geared towards the more a paper client, um, 700 FICO and above. Uh, but that's not to say that we don't have other programs that can be utilized for people with sub 700 credit as well. And the rates on those are still in the, in the high twos, uh, you know, FHA, USDA, VA, um, those are going to be in the high twos, low threes as well. So all good options. That is incredible, dude. And so yeah. what are yeah. we looking at for the Conquest program? What are we looking at for a down payment? What's the minimum down payment for these? Products? Yeah, so minimum down payment on the program is just like any other conventional loan. First time home buyer can go, you know, as low as 3%. Typically what we're seeing right now is a range of 5 to 10% to elicit the best rate possible. Um, you know, but again, if you fit into a regular Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac program, you're going to fit into Conquest. And so... Uh, but if you if you don't have that much down payment, you always can jump into the FHA. Correct. A rural development. Have those? I know during COVID we were seeing um, some of the uh, restrictions tightening on credit scores and and raising credit limits. And do we are we seeing any uh, let up on that, or is the pressure releasing in in that in those regards? Yeah, so I mean, you're exactly right. We saw, you know, a squeeze and, and a tightening of credit requirements, you know, where we maybe could go down to a 580. You know, they said, hold on, we're not taking anything right now below a 640 just because of our risk appetite. We're seeing some of that being relinquished. Um, we have a couple lenders that are going down to 600 now. Um, and even a couple starting to dibble and dabble uh, on an exception basis down to 580 again. Now, they're very few and far between, I'll tell you, just because of the pricing on those individual programs, uh, they can be tough to get done. But hopefully in the coming weeks, as the market moves to stabilize even more, we'll see some of that stuff open up and continue on this trajectory. So uh, tell us a little bit about the, there are some conditions for this. I mean, this conquest is, it's huge. It's huge right. for the mortgage business. I know it's already generated. It just was launched, I, I don't, what was it, uh, Tuesday? Yeah, officially this week. May 21st right. or something which two days ago. How many deals are you working on right now on that? Yeah, so I mean, just in the last 48 hours, we've uh, submitted nine of these deals. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't, we don't really see it slowing down much. Um, it's such a great program. Couple of the, you know, constraints, it is, you know, we do have to stay in some confines because the rates are so attractive. So we have to make it 
um, you know, we got to get these things in and out, right? So a couple of things, you know, typically you'll lock a rate anywhere from, you know, 30, 45, 60 days. Uh, this particular program, you know, our only option is 22 or less days. Um, so we're pretty limited on that, but we're efficient, we're fast. If we have our stuff, you know, ready to rock and roll, we can close it in as little as, you know, 11 to 17. Well, and explain that for a second, because I, I had a question about that earlier. You, you really clarified for me. It's sure. not that you have to find your house, put it under contract, and close in 22 days. Explain the, the process uh, there. Right, right. So I'll kind of take you, you know, longitudinally through the, uh, the process. So, you know, you go under contract, you have an accepted offer. Suddenly you want to you figure out, I can get this great rate. Well, wait, I got to close in 22 days? Not the case, right? We can float that interest rate and not officially lock it for as long as we want or deem necessary until we see an opportunity. Um, you know, so for example, we get the appraisal back or we get through inspections or we get the title work back. Um, and then we say, okay, look, here's where we are. You know, here's where the rate is. We'd recommend locking it in. And then we move forward with the process and go to closing. Yeah. Are so there's ways to mitigate that. So there, there's so there's time you have time to buy it, but it, do you is there a risk of it expiring while you're under contract? So if in the event that we do, you know, lock the rate and something pops up and we go past that 22 days or we're right on the fringe there, the program is gets pretty tight um, in terms of the requirements after you run out of that, you know, expiration period, um, and it does get pretty expensive and pricey. Um, uh, you know, the further you get out. Um, and that's just a function of it being so aggressively priced on the front end is that that's how we've been able to do that. And get, give me a, a idea of like, you know, I know you can get a much better interest rate at uh, the 15 years versus the 30 years. What are you seeing? What are you recommending for most uh, home buyers right now? Since, you know, in essence, they potentially can, you know, if they go 15 years, they can save, really like t tens of thousands of dollars in interest payments over the life of the loan at the same payment they were before COVID. Right. 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 So, I mean, do, are you recommending for, I guess everybody's different, but like what are you it's, recommending for the most part, either increase your purchasing power or uh, pay, pay less. Yeah. You know, and Jim, what I would tell you is it's very, very situational. Um, a lot of times what we're doing right now is, look, there's a little bit of economic uncertainty going around, a lot of job loss happening. Um, so, you know, when it it's very situational. So, you know, it's probably 50-50, 50 being, hey, let's stay on a 30-year amortization. The rate's still low. We can still make extra payments to principal and we can pay it off in 15 years and, you know, um, just have that extra flexibility while staying on a 30-year am. Um, and then the other, you know, 50% is saying, well, no, heck with it. I want to do a 15 or 20. Uh, right. Or, you know, if I'm in a position to refinance, look, I've already made payments for three years. I don't want to add three more years to my loan. I want to go on a 27 year AM. We've, we're doing that too. So you have options. Yeah. Well, uh, I know you've got a, a flyer show. Why don't we run through what yeah, you I'll, got? Uh, just pop that up on the screen. Give people a visual of what we're talking about.
Yeah, so as we were kind of talking about earlier, rates are, you know, as low as two and a half, uh, in some cases on 15 years down to 2.25%. Um, and again, these are conventional Fannie and Freddie loans, 30, 20, 15 year fix, can even be customizable amateurizations. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, again, if you can qualify for a conventional loan, you can qualify for con Conquest. And what's, uh, what, repeat what the down payment is usually on uh, required for, for the Conquest? Yeah, so as a first time home buyer, it can be as little as 3% down. Um, what we've been seeing most of the time is a 5% down uh, product. Uh -huh. So like at 5%, just to give the, uh, our audience an idea of what we're talking about, five on an average $200,000 house at 5% interest, 5% uh, down, 2.5%, you're looking at principal and interest payments of $867. Right. Now, that doesn't include your taxes and insurance. You can add another couple of hundred dollars to that but you're still hovering around $1,000 a month for a $200,000 house. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's an incredible program. Um, Austin, where can they get more information about um, this, th the Conquest program? And not all bankers or lenders are able to provide this. Go through that real quick. Yeah, correct. So this is an exclusive program through uh, one of our partners, a wholesale lender. Uh, the largest in the nation, actually, United Wholesale Mortgage. So uh, contact your local broker, uh, mortgage broker. You can reach out to us, Louisiana Home Lending. Um, you can reach out to our website, uh, phone number. We're in the office. Um, so, yeah, let us know if you have any questions, want more information on it, anything. And Austin's information is at the bottom of this flyer, and we'll put it in this post as well. Um, now, let's talk about what is not really happening right now, which is – the jumbo loan market. Give us a uh, overview of, of what's happening in the jumbo uh, marketplace and right. why it's happening and when can we expect it back or when, when are you guys predicting things to get back to normal? Sure, so the jumbo market, again, like we were talking about earlier, is anything above that 510 uh, you know, uh, loan amount. Um, and you know, before COVID, that was like a really thriving market. We were finally seeing some really cool programs where, you know, you can put as little as 5% down on these programs with no mortgage insurance, uh, up to a million, a million and a half. Um, and that stuff is kind of, is just gone away overnight. Um, in place of those programs, what we've been doing uh, is first and seconds. So we'll do a first mortgage up to that conforming limit of 510, 400. And then we'll do a second, uh, you know, for the remainder. So this is this is something that actually we used to do a lot back right. in the uh, in the early two thousands and uh, up until two thousand eight until the market crash. But mm -hmm. we used to use that. That was a product that we used all the time, and not right. just for jumbo loans. But we saw that a lot where you could do an eighty twenty, right. and that that completely went away for a while. Yeah. Um, but but now it's 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 actually a, a, a product that's coming into use. Mm. How do they pick and choose what, what these things and how do they, you know, uh, take them off the market and then bring them back on? I mean, what's the deal with that? Well, so basically, there just needs to be stability in the marketplace. Um, and you know, they they have basically taken them off the market because of risk appetite. Um, it's risky to loan on these higher end properties. 
um, just because there's uncertainty in the market. I think as soon as we get some certainty back in the marketplace, the economy gets opened up uh, at full capacity, we'll slowly start to see these things reintegrated just like everything else. Um, I don't think this is another 2008 where it took years for these programs to be entered back into the marketplace. It's going to be like, I think, every other sector of the economy where, you know, it's more of a V-shaped uh, recovery than, uh, than anything else. Yeah, well, man, this is really exciting stuff. It's an exciting time, too, uh, because uh, we're seeing things that we've never seen before. However, there's always going to be some things you need to watch out for. Um, I know uh, we know what's coming. Uh, I'm an economics major, and uh, we know that when you print trillions of dollars, inflation has got to, it's got to affect us somehow. And I was reading an article uh, today, actually, and it was uh, one, of the, one of the chief economists of uh, the National Association of Realtors, and, and the question was, should we expect uh, inflation? And his answer was, yes, we should. We are going to see inflation. We are going to see an impact from this, but it's going to be probably two to, to five years from now where we really start to see everything increase in price, everything. You, you know, all of our goods are probably gonna be more than they are today, five years from now. But you know what's not gonna be more? Your mortgage. Your mortgage is not gonna be more. And so it, it actually gives me goosebumps to think about it, man. You, could, you can actually get into a house right now, lock in your mortgage for 30 or 15 years, and inflation does not affect that. Right. So when everything else goes up in price, including your houses, your products and everything else, you could be sitting pretty with a thousand dollar note um, on a new house. And, and that's so the thing. It's, you know, buying power has never been stronger ever, ever in the history of the, of the industry. You know, man, I, I really do. I get goosebumps thinking about <laughs> that. It's, it's, it's fabulous. And, but one of the problems that we're having right now is that I don't think the sellers really realize that because we're seeing a lack of inventory. The, the, the buyers are out. We're, we put more houses under contract than this. I think this week is going to go down for Katie Real Estate, at least in history, as a record week as far as under contracts. Right. And yet we're not putting as many listings up. And so what's happening is we have more demand, less supply. There's never been a better time, believe it or not, to, to list your house. Now, not in every price range. If you're in the jumbo price range, it's not an amazing time to list your house because the financing is harder to get and you have to get a little more creative um, mm -hmm. with trying to, to, to close those loans. But if you're, if you're under that $500,000 mark, uh, pretty much across the board, there's more demand. And so uh, I guess the message is I want to let the sellers know that, and we've gotten this question a lot. And they're like, Jim, I know that what's going on. Should I even put my house on the market? And there's more uncertainty in the future than there is right, right now. And so um, I can def definitively say that if you're thinking about selling, you need to do it now because we don't know what's going to happen in six to eight months. And we don't know what the impact of the, the oil industry and the, and the energy sector is going to have on our economy. But right now, if you're a seller, you should put your house for sale. If you're a buyer, You've never had the opportunity to buy, uh, and it's never been this affordable. So you absolutely want to also start that process. Uh, but Austin, you're also, this does work for refinancing too. Doesn't Conquest 
Yeah, so it's a it's a refi and a uh, purchase program. You're correct. Yeah, so, um, and you do refis as yeah, well. So, and I actually misspoke uh, earlier, Jim, on the 3% down for Conquest. It's only five, you know, five and, and greater. Uh, but there also is, you know, 3% down options on conventional programs, just not uh, specifically to Conquest. Sure, sure. All right, man. Well, uh, anything else you want to add on this program or any other program or what you're seeing? Um, I feel like yeah, there so is normalcy happening. Yeah, we are, man. You know, I would tell you, you know, uh, six weeks ago, our purchase application volume of mortgage applications just tanked. And last week, we had the single most applications ever as a company in two, you know, uh, over two and a half years of being open as a company that we've ever had. And that's purchases. Um, you know, about our loans and process, we probably have about 38 right now, about half of those are purchases, which is great. Uh, we didn't see that eight weeks ago at all. Yeah, so, yeah we're doing we're, a lot of refis because interest rates correct. were fluctuating low, but now we're starting to see people come back and actually- Yeah, um, people are they're entering the marketplace again, which is, it's, it's great to see. Well, man, I can't thank you enough for taking the time. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. With us today, and, and we, we really, really appreciate your expertise. Uh, one more time, if they, somebody wants to get a hold of you and find out more, where should they go? Yeah, uh, LouisianaHomeLending.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. Uh, my uh, uh, office line and cell are listed below, as well as my email address. So if you guys have any questions, comments, or anything on the program or otherwise, uh, give us a ring. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. You are All the right. man. I appreciate it, dude. Thanks, Jim. We appreciate it.